0: Do something, but it's no word Jim on Instagram because there's a picture. <laughs> so yeah, make sure and you could dive deep into it or not, and you you don't we're happy. But
1: nobody can ever take away your love and your wisdom. Coming this from our first time Welcome back to the Dr. Jim and Jody show. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Jody. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and today we want to talk about living your life's purpose. the deep one. So serious. <laughs> so I love how everybody, like, when you start talking about purpose and what you're meant to do, and what is your gift, and how are you living that daily, how everybody kind of just gets like, oh, right? Like, it's such a serious topic. Yeah. So maybe we start with that. Right. Why do you feel when people Ask you or question you about life's purpose, do people tend to cower down, and I don't say cower down in like a negative way, but seriously, like they, everybody climbs like into their shell and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and they're like become very. They gotta really think about what they're going to say mm-hmm. before they actually let it out of their mouth.
0: So my hugest lesson that I ever learned, and Pete Vargas and Dragon, I thank you for this lesson. We were at um, Brennan Bouchard's um, uh, Experts Academy. And I got, happened to keep getting partnered with those two, which normally you know, when you go into your breakout sessions, that you always end up with other people. We just happen to be together. And um, Pete says, and the first day it was cool, we were talking and stuff. And then um, he was like, oh, that's super cool that you're a yoga teacher. You know, you must love it. And I was like, yeah, know it's opened up some doors for me. And then the next day we were talking, he goes, wait a second. Stop. Just stop right there. You have a radio station. You write books. You podcast. You film YouTube. Like he went through this whole list of things that I did. He goes, 600 people in here knew you were the cool yoga teacher. That's all we knew. Why don't you speak up and talk about what you do? So if you have this message and you're not telling anybody what your message is, how is it going to get out there, Step up, and then you know, we, we went into this whole you know, Dragonworks for 20 Robins, and and Pete is just blowing it up. And it from Reach Academy and all that, and it was just it was really that's when I, I started coming out of my shell a little bit, you know, yeah. because it was I was like, I thought I was out of my shell because I, I live in a small town and I was just doing things that weren't normal, but then I was like wait a second, if my purpose is to help millions, how are millions going to know about it if I'm being like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's
1: what I do. So, I once had a coach tell me, if you don't toot your own horn, nobody will. Yeah. Right? So yeah. It's, I think one of the things that can come along with that is like, are you being arrogant and like, mm-hmm. and trying to put yourself on a pedestal? Or are you celebrating who you are and what has been accomplished or, like, that, what you have brought and how that has uplifted. Yes, and And that's
0: that's another huge subject, is celebrating all of those wins along the way. Because if you're not celebrating them, then how are you going to keep getting more wins? Because one of the the ladies that came to the studio said, you get us so invested in what you're doing and, and your goals, and then you hit, goal was like nobody's business, but then you never told us that you hit your goal. So we're still waiting for the celebration to celebrate with you because we feel like we're on the journey with you, and then you're not doing it, so you're actually letting us down. I was like, no, I'm trying to inspire you. So yeah, and it, I, I was coming from the space of, I don't want people thinking too my own yeah. yeah.
1: And I think there's also a lot of people out there that, like, I mean, you've got a lot of things going for you. And you're working on all of those for a big end goal there's also a large population of people out there that may not necessarily know or feel or even be surrounded to have those conversations with Mm -hmm. the people that maybe they need to in order to fulfill their life's purpose so like how are we how do we support and reach out to those people that are sitting there questioning on a daily basis why am I going through this daily crime? There's no purpose. I don't see any end insight for anything that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like where, like how would we help capture that mentality and build on a daily basis the small wins and celebrations? Like what do they have to celebrate? You know, if I'm sitting there and I don't have a purpose for anything or I don't think I do, there's what is there for me to celebrate yeah. that day?
0: So uh, a client that I coached, um, 26 years, um, was medicated, heavily medicated, and within the last few years she's gotten off of her medication. Um, so she was like, I, I walked around life for 26 years as a zombie. So all of these people have had all these experiences and emotionally, I I didn't have these experiences. I didn't know. So now, in in her late 40s, she feels lost. Like, she's like, I don't know what to do and everybody else is so successful. She was, I don't even know what my purpose is. And she's so passionate about animals. Like, she wants to, this was our conversation last weekend. I, I wanna save every single animal in the world, but I know I can't, so what am I just supposed to do? And I said, okay, start with your blog. Alright, so if you want to save animals, go around your block and see if there's any strays that need to be taken someplace or feed something. And then we went to that whole conversation and what's really neat is that she had just rescued a dog and she found an owner before she even needed to take it to the thing. I'm yeah. like, You change that like you're looking to make masses, but changing one life with one word, with one smile, with one conversation, you know, now this dog is, is a pampered princess out in you know, yeah. LA. So I mean it's just Start with those small steps, because like you said, there's that huge big picture that we have, but it all starts with a little bit every day. Right. And, and
1: that's... There was one exercise <clears throat> that I had done. I think it was one of my very first coaching sessions with a life coach that I had, and he had me lay down in the, the middle of the floor. It was via phone, so I had to, and I was doing it by myself, which so I thought it was weird, but I was really alone, so I had to do this and then call him back, So I had to turn off all the lights sit there, just do some deep breathing, and then I had to imagine myself on a stage. And then I had to figure out what was I speaking to these people about. Me. And it was there was multiple things that had come up. And through that, this was the beginning of like my my, my purpose in life and how am I gonna build this entire like sentence on to define this when people ask. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I uh, it's a, it's a good little exercise to just have start things popping up, especially if you're really unclear about what it is that you're doing, because there's no, and there's also no rules in saying that you cannot change that, especially when it's your journey. If anybody ever comes and tells you that this is the way to do things, or this is the way you should be doing things, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt because it's your journey, it's, you can look, however you want it to look your path onto your life's purpose so maybe you lay down and you close your eyes and figure out that it is animals. so then on a daily basis like what is it that makes you smile about animals or anything that came to your mind about your purpose like what is it that puts a smile on your face and how can you put one thing in place on a daily basis that can help remind you about that vision, remind you about that goal, remind you about that happiness and joy, mm-hmm. and then you start building on that, and that's when doors really start to open up, because now all of a sudden you start sharing it more yeah. with the people that you're around.
0: I think that's why I love meditation and prayer so much, because you just get so still and it just starts popping up for you, and then you'll start seeing all these synchronicities and people showing up the most conversations happening, yeah. because you're, you're like, okay, I can talk a Yeah, Yeah, and especially and
1: then sharing. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big one. Mm -hmm. Is being able to share that with your friends, your coworkers, your families, and just sharing the things that make you happy in life, and then see what type of conversations Mm -hmm. arise from the excitement that you bring to that space and to that energy that you bring to that conversation. Because you never know, somebody may ask you a question based on that. You know. Why did you think that? How did you come to this conclusion which can trigger a whole new conversation? Mm-hmm. You're really good at That is, I think that's where like the path begins because mm-hmm. the more people that you can surround yourself that ask you the questions of why and where did this come from, you know, and from a non-biased point of view who have been really interested in you mm-hmm. and interested in, in where you and how you arise to that point, then it gets you, Cause I always talk about healing away from the conversation or after you do certain things, right? It's not like when you eat vegetable all day, your body's healing at that moment. It's like your body's got to digest them, break them down, the nutrients got to go where they got to go. Uh, same thing in a conversation. Like your creativity and, and your point of view is going to change after that conversation when you're able to go home, mm-hmm. sit down, digest and see exactly what was going on there. Why were they even asking me these questions? How come I'm getting asked these questions so many times, repetitively, by yes. the right? last ten different people?
0: <laughs> and it
1: can really help drive and nurture your path along with your purpose. So.
0: Right there, your sign. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, um, like you were saying, when someone says "should," um, someone that I, I, I really admire said, um, "You should come see me um, last weekend." And I kind of, I was like, "Should? Sure. Oh my gosh, nothing on my plate." And then they flipped and said, You may want to come and see me. And I was like, I want to come see you. <laughs> you know because I wasn't being told that I had to. So you're again we go back to communication and verbiage a lot and it just you know sometimes when you if you see a gift in some someone and, and um, when I had gone to Joel Osteen in, in Victoria, um, that was something that I really landed really hard with me is that when you see a gift in someone and you love that person, <clears throat> it's your job to kind of push them in a nice gentle way but not be like, you should, you know? And so a lot of times we have people in our lives um, that we know that they have this beautiful gift but they don't see it. So you might want to gently nudge and be like, you might want to come here, I would like you to join me on this or those type of things. and. Uh, you'll be pretty shocked. Katie in our background over here is now a pro yoga teacher and she's only been with me since she's three years old. So, <laughs> but it just took a lot of gentle nudging. So I approached it with her in, in the way that, cause she takes care of our business like nobody's business. And I was like, honey, I really need you to be in on this program because the business needs to understand what's going on behind the scenes. And now she's in it and now she's like, can I teach this class, can I teach this class? So. You know, we uh, hates being in front of people. <laughs> yes, she does. She hates being in front of people, and now she's teaching in Chicago. She's teaching in Shorewood. Like, you know, she's on the road with us, so it's um, it's neat. But she has this beautiful vibe about her, and but I couldn't be like, and especially with someone who's going through their teens and their twenties, and that you can't be like, you should just approach it in a little bit different of a way, and maybe. And we shocked at how they then their lights go off inside of
1: them. Yeah. yeah, I think there's also you can also take a stand when you see the potential in somebody else and just do it, mm-hmm. rather than um, you know pushing or you know you should do this or you're full of this and constantly just bar, you know, like feeding them or berating them with what we see in them. Mm-hmm. We could just take that power on ourselves, start doing it. Continue to be around them, and you know, at some point, that that's gonna you know rub off, and they're gonna mm-hmm. see that, and be like, oh, I can do that
0: too, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty neat. So, well, your shoulds, your wants, your intentions, your all that good stuff. Um, if you guys don't have a coach, guys get a good coach. They're a game changer. They see things differently. You yeah. Know? <clears throat> One of, um, and, and I I stole this from you, I think I told you this earlier. Um, Jim has this thing where he'll say, how do I not make it safe for you to say something? Or how do I not make it safe for you to communicate that? And that's such a great thing because then that breaks down the barriers when you're talking to someone. And and I just used it this weekend um, on on someone. um, We're doing a 360-degree coaching with him. And I had said, um, I want you to ask your employees uh, on your morning meeting, how do I not make it safe for you to communicate with me? And he was like, that opened up such amazing doors for my staff and myself and it just took us to a whole other level. And now everybody wants to help because they're feeling like they're a part of something where a lot of times we put up our defense mechanisms um, because we don't feel like it's safe to communicate something. So try that for your verbiage and you know, get some coaches and promise you you're gonna take yourself up to some new levels.
1: Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Anything else for that?
0: I, that's my homework, to the coach. A coach, yeah. I like <laughs> and a coach can look any certain way. It could be,
1: but typically you want it to be somebody that has an unbiased opinion, mm-hmm. um, and not that they don't care about your outcome and result, but that they just want to help hold you accountable for whatever it is that you want to do. If mm-hmm. they don't have an attachment one way or the other based on the result, um, because then you could start getting into you know more personal and emotional type mm-hmm. conversations rather than. Mm-hmm. A supportive and supporting role in what you yeah. need to, to move on and or maybe that's what you do need so it, you, again it's your path your life your journey your coaching however you know, look however it is But typically you want someone there that's just going to be there in a supportive role to get you where you want to be not where anybody else or where they think you should be that's yeah, too.
0: yeah. And, and guys just be vulnerable in that there there's so much that you can learn from being vulnerable. And, and they're not there to judge you, they're there to help you. Yeah. You know? All right? I Yay, All right. Thanks, have guys. a great week.